lights are flashing, alarms are going off, you can hear hustling, chaos, commotion going on outside your door. Next thing you know, the doors wink the door starts sliding open. And then comes the guards. Right after them, your father walks in. Your father father, the overseer. He looks at you. And as you look up at him, what are you saying? Dad, what's going on? Sorry, son. You know what's happening. It's the fifth year. Your name was drawn. You are to be banished outside the vault so we all can survive. Son of a bitch! It's not my call. You know the rules. We have all known these rules. We have to sacrifice one of us. Whoever's name is drawn, it's only fair. It just so happened to be yours. Not even I could protect you from this. Fair? You call this fair? Take him. Take him. The guards grab you by the arms. Within this short time period, you had time to grab your bag. In hopes that you would survive. After being banished. As they drag you, you're seeing all your friends. They're not helping you. They're not even acknowledging you half the time. They're glad that they're surviving, even if it's at the cost of your life. Right Coward! Before right before the door opens, your father, even if you had a hard time in the past, even if you were close as can be, your father gives you a hug. In this hug, he slips something in your pocket. As the door opens, he shoves you out. You land. Falling about ten feet. You fall ten feet and land in a crunching noise. You don't see anything right now as your eyes are still not adjusted to the darkness. He tells you. He says, I'm sorry. I hope... I hope you somehow survive. As he walks into the light of the vault and the door shuts loudly. You turn on your Pip-Boy and notice you're in a pile of bones and old dusted Pip-Boys. You might reach in your back pocket, just this, well not pocket because you're in a vault suit. You reach in your back and find what your father put on you. It's a map. Ironically, a nice map that can get you out of this cave system. No issues. As such... All these bones surrounding you, a vault dwellers, all vault suits, a vault 29, laying around in pile. Some are bloodied, some are just old and dusted. You start hearing a bongo sound, loud bongos, making this feel terrifying. What are you doing? Fuck. Where the hell is that noise? Just shit all over the ground. Hello? Is there somebody there? The bongo sound gets louder. (laughs) And louder. As it gets closer, then you see a robot. You see this robot painted. You see this robot painted. His colors are kind of weird. For what you would suspect, because you have Mr. Handy's in there. And this Mr. Handy's like really odd painted with even a Pip-Boy 
ironically, the same Pip-Boy that you're wearing. Welded to the side of him. The Pip-Boy screen shows different pictures, depending, and you're not too sure why. Right now you're seeing what looks like a middle finger. Excuse me? What the hell? Oh god, there's a live one. A live one? Do you speak common? (laughs) Oh, fuck. Wrong world. Uh, (laughs) Do you speak English? Yeah, I speak English. Alright, cool. (laughs) I don't have to get racist. How are you? What? what? Uh, I'm fine, I guess. What is this? Uh, a bongo? Not that. Where am I? In a cave. A cave? Yes. So, do you know the way out? Uh, yes. Alright, just in case, I'm going to pull out my map and uh, double check to make sure that I can follow the way out here. You see, it's a really nice map. Ironically, somehow, for no way of leaving that vault, it's a pretty detailed map on how to get out of this cave system. Hmm. It might have been used for when people were coming into the vault. You kind of figure that it was a way for them to get in there a lot easier when they were originally coming in. And this might be one of those maps that were used for that. It, All right. you, you could fall easily right out of here. No issues it's pretty easy. I mean, it might take you guys maybe five, ten minutes to get out of the cave system. All right. Follow me. Uh, All right. You got, uh, you got a name? Agil. Nice to meet you, Agil. I'm nice Vernon. What was your name? Vernon. Ver, 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 Vernon. Gotcha. That's not going to be hard to remember. Alright. Let's get out of here. Indeed. Let's go. You like music? Uh, sure. Alright, cool. I ain't playing. (laughs) (laughs) He probably chucks his bongos down on the ground just so he knows where they are for when he needs them for next time. Honestly, I'm surprised that uh, you made it out. Made it out? How's yeah, that? Mean, I mean, I've always heard that, you know, people are always thrown out of that fool to be sacrificed to a supposed monster. Honestly, I think they're all just homophobic. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I guess none taken? I don't know how to handle that. Okay, anyways... That's true. And despite it being, unfortunately, my own father who's cast me out of the vault. Do you know uh, what the nearest place we could be going to if there's any civilization after the bombs? Uh, I mean, there are, there, are, there, are, mm, there are a few. The closest one is Rad Pit. Which Rad, is... Rad- It's not even a few hours away. It's ironically close enough that people know about the Vault 29 being there. But nobody goes there due to the fact of the pile of bones that last time somebody went in there explored. 
they were too scared of the pile of bones and pip boys and vault suits. I mean, Rat Pit, I think it's the closest one. I hope I got that right. Yeah, it was Rat Pit. It, think about Brad Pitt. But it's rad. Yes. Alright. <sighs> if Red Pitt's where we're going, I guess Red Pitt's where we're going to be going, I guess. Ah, uh, you'll like so- it. The people are nice. They're people. <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely need some equipment. Oh, I know a place. Wait. What do you sexually identify as? Um, I'm a male. I'm a human. I'm obviously a vault dweller. Uh, all right. This this might be a little bit complicated, but I I do know a location that has few good stuff. All right. I guess we'll see when we get there. Right, so definitely we're we're still uh, probably are we wandering out of the caves by yeah, now? Yeah, you're wandering out of the cave by now. I kind of figured you guys were having your conversation as you walked out. You weren't <laughs> standing there on the pile of bones. Yeah, because it was kind of that's kind of traumatic standing there on a pile of other vault dwellers that you might have known, might not have. You're not too sure because they were covered. Some were covered in blood. You it was five years. So I mean, five years was enough time for each remains decomposed if there was any meat left. Alright. So probably about as you guys are walking out, your first time seeing the wasteland of Indiana, you're seeing all this what looks like kind of like green. It's where the grass started growing back after years of radiation and destruction. Nature started kind of making us brought back but you can still see right now there's still a lot of dead in the area dead trees a lot of and one of the ironically one of the first things you see outside this vault that you have no idea what it is you see grazing not too far over grazing on the grass a ragstag a ragstag is for a best description, a two-headed deer. Hmm. Um. Well, what do you think? A little bit, um, unorthodox, to say the least. I guess I was pretty well educated enough to know that Things were not going to be the same as they were back when the bombs dropped, but this this is different from what was inside the vault, nonetheless to say. I mean, yeah, nuclear radiation could do that. So I kind of think you guys are walking right now, aren't you? Yeah. Not to save time. Yeah. That stag does not look healthy. To say the least. Eh. I mean, you wouldn't look healthy if you were dosed with like five pounds of radiation every day. 
true. So you just generally come all the way out here, Agil, to basically... Since you've heard of all the stories and... Basically, you didn't... You never found anyone alive before? That's what you're telling me? And nobody from your vault. I mean, yeah, there was occasional... I heard something, but... Eh, it wasn't a human. I don't think. Hmm. Good enough explanation as any. Perhaps we could find maybe a merchant or something, somebody nearby. I only have a little bit of caps to be able to spare, so. Ah, good for you. I know somebody that is pretty cheap-ish. So as you guys are moving along, you're, you had this nice conversation as you're walking. And you start coming up on Rat Pit. The first thing you see as you enter this town is a giant gateway. And there's no fence around it. It's just a big gateway that they probably just built on the main road just to make people feel like they're entering somewhere. And you feel like they might were trying to build a wall at one point around the town, but just gave up after they built the gate. Thing it was just too much work. So the gateway is made out of oil rig towers, two of them, to be exact, side by side against the roads. The doors are wide open, obviously. They put doors on it. They're big, giant doors, maybe built out of shipping crate sides, where they took off a side of the shipping crate and built it as a door. So there's two of them told to make it open and close. There's even a couple guards outside wearing leather armor, holding rifles, hunting rifles, and they're just standing there as if they're guarding the town somehow, even though you can walk right around them. That's one of the most notable things you can tell as you come up on this town. The rest of it looks like a pretty, what what you would suspect a common town to look like after post-apocalyptic fallout. It's all shit. Shack build houses, wood, steel, all kind of thrown together, build like a house. There's stores. There's notably one in particular that kind of stands out. It's located a little bit on the outside of the town, not too far. It's towards the south of the town. This one's on this one is notable only because the locals, as you're walking through, they they talk about how a house magically appeared really quickly. Or as they call it, the store magically appeared. And the store, for some reason, it looks like it's covered in paintballs. Like, the owner went crazy and painted up the place, not caring how it looked. Hmm. Now, there's other things in this town that you can do, obviously. But that's one of the most notable markets that have recently popped up. Not everybody talking. There is a few other things here that you can do if you like, but that's up to you. If you're looking for anything in particular. Um. Currently, I guess I need to look around. Um. See if there's a. Uh, is that board supposed to be 
that we discussed earlier? Is that supposed the board, to be in this The job board is at – you'll find a job board at any local market – oh, not market, at any – any town. Um, in any town, there will be one. Its location can vary. So, for example, in this town, there will be two right now. One's at that store, and then the other one is at the is at the mayor's house outside right. of it. Uh, I think I'll start with the store. You're heading to the store? Yep. So, it doesn't take too long. You'll get there really quickly. You two get there to the store, you... You notice that it is covered in paintballs, and there's a quite a bit of a crowd there. Oh. That's a lot of people. Hey, it shouldn't be too bad. You do see a two-headed Brahmin outside of it. This two-headed pack Brahmin is a cow, and it is two-headed like the deer. And it's also covered in paintballs. Oh. That bovine's seen better days. It, it certainly has. I hmm. like the color scheme, though. So I'm assuming you guys are going in. Yeah. So have, you fight your way through the crowd. It's not like a violent crowd, but you fight your way through a little bit. As you get in, you, you see a really short midget man running around, kind of a little frantic, trying to get everybody their stuff that they want sold. All right, so you want these? You want these things? Uh, uh, that'll be uh, a few caps. Uh, over, and then just, uh, I'm not the best at doing this, but like he's just like running around, like doing that. <laughs> Very chaotic, may I add. <laughs> You're going to add 50 caps to you right now because you just made some profit off of this sales. Alright. Write that down. He's a bit energetic, isn't he, Agil? Eh, he's not the worst I've seen. Uh, he looks over to you guys, noticing a potential new sale. Ah, customers, how may I help you? Um, we were actually kind of looking for some work. Ah. <sighs> Uh, like, what do you want? What do you, th what do you want to talk about? Uh, do you need, like, possibly, I don't know, Iggyo, a, should we ask him if he needs a bodyguard? Are you a traveling store? We kind of noticed your bovine out front. Ah, uh, yes, I can move around a bit. Uh, I, like, I, I, got, I just got here, like, obviously the crowd and whatnot. Hold on, let me just, five, yeah, okay, there you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, I could use a bit of protection. Like, what, what price are you talking about? I mean, we can work for a few caps a, at a time. I don't know what Aegil's ideas of traveling are, but I'm I'm pretty broke. They're asking the traveling prostitute if they're <laughs> Wait, what? Don't don't worry about it. Good combo. Good combo. I like that. I like that. All right, some of what you can do. All right. Um, you have a, like, an empty can or something that I could probably try to attempt, uh, shooting at, possibly? Oh, you're on a uh, shooting has, test, alright. He has, like, a can, but it's not empty. He's like, hold on, let me, let me just open this, uh, 
Frick, it doesn't have a tab. Ah! Uh, give a knife. I have a gun. Uh, can you open it without, like, just getting the beans everywhere? No. So, well, he has a pincer. He can use that to open it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can certainly try it. No guarantee that it's not going to work, though. Uh, now, you should be able to just open it with your pincer. Right. Typically, a Mr. Handy, or, well, since you're a farmhand model, you should be theoretically able to open it with these because, I mean, a farmhand should be able to open open a whole bunch of tins and stuff for, and break nuts and bolts and all that shit because he's a farmer type. You should theoretically be able to. All right. I can open that. So you made yourself a glorified can, of or- can opener. Is that what we're so- talking about? <laughs> at least at least we have one thing going for us so far. Where's that? Yeah, I'm a decent prostitute. Yeah, yeah, he's still like rushing around the room trying to help people with sales while this is happening. <laughs> And like goes back. Ah, the can's open. Good, good. <laughs> um, does anyone want the oh, uh, some beans? No can. Any takers? Uh, hang on. Let's see. No, no, like wants or something. Nobody wants it. Nobody uh, wants it. Apparently, so. Uh, how much are you selling it for? Do you want beans? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, on the house. Let's say. Alright, cool. He pulls out an empty can. Hey, um, so you're going to shoot this can? I'm taking it? I'm going to try to shoot this can, yeah. So you're going to need to do a perception luck chance, is what I'm going to say. So the way this works is, to explain it, it's going to be a 2d20, alright? Okay. So you're going to roll 2d20, and your your charisma and your luck is your number. So what you're going to add up is those two numbers. Okay, so... So what's your charisma and luck? Charisma and luck is 10. 10 total? Yep. Alright, so with 10 total, when you roll your 2d20s, so you're going to roll those real quick. Alright, let me roll 2d20s. Okay, two D20s. Rolling. Uh, 11 and 3. So your number was a 10. So you are in range. So what this does is, this is the best example. So when you roll the two D20s, your, the low and the high is where you want to be in between for these checks. So as long okay. as you're within those ranges, you pass the checks. Okay. Huh. So it could be like yours, a 3 and 11, and your total was a 10. You pass. Now, if your total was a 12, you would have failed. Okay. Understand? Understand. So you did pass, you shot the can. Now, if you you could have also used the VATS point, which I explained how those worked for everybody, correct? Yeah. Um, for some of us, I think. Okay. So based off, I'm going to re-explain this so everybody in the listening can understand. I have a house rule for this game. My house rule is your 
was it? it was agility, right? Yeah, I think so. Every two points of agility equals one Vats point. Because okay. I eliminated the die that everybody could use. There's a specific die this game calls for. I eliminated that and turned it into a 1d4, which we'll get into explaining later on. In a combat scenario, we'll explain it. But what the Vats points explaining is, my Vats points is that they can use a Vats to target anything they want without actually taking a miss. Now, you did use one bullet, so you would need to take out one bullet on your ammo. Alright. Because um, you hit the target. Like... Awesome. Um, but with my bats is, for every two agility they have, they get one bats point. And these bats points will reset after a long rest. If they don't take a long rest, they do not reset. So, and did you shoot this outside or did you shoot it inside the building? I shot it inside the building. Because <laughs> he, I figured fine. he was. <laughs> All right. So, since you shot it inside the building, you shot a loaded gun inside of a building full of people. Everybody started rounding out, panicking. <laughs> Ooh, <clears throat> that's okay. They probably weren't going to pay anyways. <laughs> They were sticking around for a while. <laughs> probably in the mid-panic, people did probably steal stuff. I'll let you choose what they stole out of your list, so. Just, I would say, eliminate three items. Uh, I'll be nice to let you pick three items of your own accord that got stolen. And in the gunfire, in comes, the doors fly open. A rough-looking man comes in. He might have been coming in before the gunfire, or he might have just got attracted by the gunfire. Enter our merc. What the hell was that? Oh, uh... Uh, 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 test fire. Progress. Yeah. Heard you were looking Trust me, for. It's fine. Heard you were looking for a bodyguard. Uh, we sure. just pulled for that person. Eh? All right, you two competes. <laughs> I don't know what the robot's doing, but you can help too. Who's uh, strong? I mean. What am I doing? Well, wait, 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 wait. I mean, if you're willing to pay all three of us, we could work together consecutively to be able to possibly work out a deal mm. in a share of the caps that you possibly make. We could also work together if anything was stolen to get it back for you. Uh, oh, yes. I took my whiskey! Uh, if, you, if you guys, uh, right, uh, I, I, uh, hmm, this is weird. I don't use, uh, you good? Is, is the robot broken? <laughs> I'm broken, yes. 
The, the robot's um, not not broken, but apparently he's a glorified can opener. <laughs> if you could find uh, whoever like I uh, took the that freaking whiskey, uh, I'll let you work. I don't know. All right. Sounds like a plan. I'm gonna make sure they didn't take anything else. All right, gentlemen. Let's go find that whiskey. All right, so, <laughs> so you guys are going outside to find whiskey. We gotta find the person who took the whiskey. Or at least find a bottle of whiskey that might be look similar to what he's missing. Or was you given a description of what the whiskey looked like, or was it just common whiskey? He just kinda said whiskey. Let's go back inside and double check. I'm not going it. to run no risk. Everything <laughs> has paint on it. Go! <laughs> it has paint on it. Okay. So we gotta find a bottle of whiskey that has paint on it. Alright, so throughout this whole check, it's a perception check. So like earlier, it's a 2d20, so even though it's just a perception check, I'm also going to say it's a luck check too, because you're looking and it's by luck if you can even find it. So as you guys look, you can take your chance. You can roll it whenever you want to take your chance to find it. Okay. By just let me know when you're going to roll so I know when you're when you're actually looking. Or if uh, you guys are going to be sidetracked and doing something else during the search. So I guess uh, let's first, uh, we're going to have the Merc roll then. All right, I'm rolling. So what's, hang on, first thing is first, what's your add up between your luck and your perception? Luck and perception are. Let me find them again. Okay, luck is five and perception is five. So a 10. And yes. you failed your look. Damn. All right. Um, I'm going to walk a little bit deeper into town and see if I can't catch anybody who's running away from the hut. Not uh, at this point, everybody. everybody everyone's running. Everybody within radius because of that gunfire. All right. I'm going to just uh, try to look, see if after walking a little bit further, see if I can't see somebody with a Paint whiskey bottle. All right. Um, and that's perception and my luck together, right? Yep. So that's nine. So take it all. All right. Hang on. All right. Two. Let's see. Twenty. All right. You passed. You. Do find a bottle. You're not too sure if it's the bottle that you're after, but this bottle does have paint on it. This paint on this bottle is yellow on the bottom. So it's painted yellow on the bottom. It's, uh, somebody dipped it in paint a little bit. Then on the lip of the bottle, where the cork was, it is painted pink. And right in the middle, somebody slapped a blue smiley face on it. I definitely think this is the bottle in question that we're looking for. Now, this bottle, by chance, is being carried by a little boy. The bottle is empty. The boy is drunk. <laughs> well, you don't know. I'm, I'm just... Well, actually, all right, that's it. Take ironically, the boy back. He has the whiskey inside of him. Ironically, the robot on the team can pass perception checks, I think, by default. All right. 
he he automatically knows the boy's not drunk. I think that's what it says. I recall, I think he automatically passes perception stuff like that. Only because of the fact it's observant and he's got 360 view. But he still does perception checks like everybody else, but in a situation like this, I think he automatically passes. He knows the boy is not drunk. He's just running out with drunk. <laughs> He's just running with that bottle right now. Um... We could probably get the bottle back, but should we possibly talk to the kid and see if he'll give it up? The the whiskey or the... I'm not caring about the whiskey. If we could just get the <laughs> bottle back, we can at least have that back. I mean, I got two guns. I don't know what you want me to do. Don't be shoot. <laughs> don't shoot the child! Not okay! Do it casual. I'm not shooting Shoot children. The child. I'm confused too. Are you shooting I'm... the child? No, I'm not shooting the child. I'm gonna go talk to the kid and see if he'll be able to give up the bottle. If not, I'm pretty sure we're probably gonna have to go and look Shoot for something child. to be able to tra- trade for the bottle. Alright. So you, you catch up to the boy. Fairly easily. I'm going to say Aegil's the first one to get there because he's a little bit quicker as he's not actually running. He's hovering. But you all do catch up to the kid. Hey there, buddy. Do you mind uh, giving us that bottle? I don't want to. All right. What would I be able to get for you if I can get that bottle? Like, do you want me to get you something to be able to trade? You want I want, I want a golden ring. All right, looks like we're shooting a parent. Who? <laughs> Let's look for somebody with a gold ring. Unless anybody in this group has a gold ring. I got one, but I don't think the kid wants it. Eggie, <laughs> y'all! I'm just saying. It's a child. <laughs> it's a fucking kid. Do you honestly think I should give that to him? <laughs> I don't want to know how you get, came to find <laughs> said object, but I don't <laughs> feel like I approve of this behavior, but at the same time, I guess I have I know what prostitution is, Aegil. And we shouldn't be talking about this in front of a five-year-old. He's ten. <laughs> Nonetheless, a child. We have a minor in our midst. So let's look for something other. Well, if you don't want to give me that, I'll take 50 caps. <sighs> All right. Do I give up my money or force Aegil to cough up the ring? <laughs> <laughs> decisions, decisions. I mean, cough okay. up the ring. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just give him the ring. I don't care if it traumatizes him. 
don't know, how would they figure out what it does? Can I intimidate the kids? Wait, you said 50 caps? Yep. Yeah. Give a, we either pay him 50 caps or we give him the ring. Dude, my ammunition costs us 50 caps. What do you, you think? <laughs> Are you implying that you're going to shoot the kid? He's going to shoot the child. I I don't think I can stop this one. The robot's got logic that right now Vernon's not really willing to argue with at this point. He's like, my ammunition's 50 caps, so, hey, kid, you want a bullet? <laughs> what, hey, kid, you want a bullet? Is he shooting the kid? <laughs> are you shooting the kid, or are you giving a kid a bullet? In a friendly way. <laughs> this can go one of two ways. Give up a piece of your ammunition so the kid has something dangerous a hold of, but he doesn't die, or you could kill him. This is something I was not expecting for this to start with, but okay. <laughs> I a child heard uh, I mean, there are friendly ways to give a bullet. Just answer the question, yes or no. <laughs> oh, hell, this. Points to God. <laughs> Alright, I guess we're robbing the fucking child. Is he <laughs> robbing the kid? Are you robbing the kid or are we killing the kid? Both. Let's say you're killing the kid. Merc, are we killing the kid? <laughs> I got Went no. over the damn whiskey. Wait, hold on. Fuck. I don't know if I got legal rights to break the four fall. It might be Fallout 4, so we can't shoot the kid. <laughs> they're mythical. No, they're not invisible <laughs> in this world. Oh, it's a fucking murder the kid. So you're killing the kid? I'm oh, asking for the whiskey. I'm, I'm basically robbing the kid. Uh, so is it robbery or is it murder? Is it the I mean, you, they were just threatened, so they have the choice of being murdered. <laughs> I wanted to do this peacefully, but there's no <laughs> choice at this point. My comrades go out of... go beyond anything once they... Solved the way around it. <laughs> so Kid, you got options, and I can tell you this: it's not good options. <laughs> There's so either look. death <laughs> or survival. <laughs> Pick one. All right. So the two choices are right now: is, that for is the you kid guys? afraid of death? Are you guys pointing a gun at this kid right now? He's current. Uh, the Merc is pointing a gun at the kid. I'm, I'm currently pointing a gun at the kid. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. The kid starts crying and drops the bottle. The All guards right, are on their way now. The, the guards are on their way now quickly. Okay. We should Son of a bitch. <laughs> Damn it. Alright, grabbing the bottle <laughs> and running back to the shop. As you do run away, you do notice. Well, Egg, you'll notice, thanks to his 360 vision. He notices that kid is exactly pointing at you guys and describing you guys, and he can hear it because of, thanks to his robot sensories. 
He can hear the kid giving exact details about you guys and saying which way you went. You guys are screwed in this town now. I so for worse. robbing a kid at gunpoint. This went off to a great start. <laughs> oh, good God. Hey, guys, I don't want to alarm you, but we might be under attack. Oh, no shit. <laughs> well, fine. Robbing a child at gunpoint. What do you think's <laughs> gonna happen? Hey, I wasn't a part of that. I was considering giving him the pinky ring. Yeah, I was glad you were actually considering the same thing in this scenario. <laughs> but I guess the Merc had other plans. What is yeah. your name anyways? A car war. A car wash. Got it. Come on. Let's go. Get hey. inside the shop. Go. Hey. Go. Go. Hey, it's you, like you shopping. Roll for me. Do a. What's your perception? Oh, you're back. What? What happened? I need a ghost perception real quick. Oh. Oh, God. What am I rolling? What's your, percep what's your perception plus luck added up to? Uh. 10. 10. All right. Do a, do a 2d20 real quick. Yeah, as you guys are running into the store, you see the exact bottle that you're supposed to go after in a in a guy's hand, and he's drunk. Oh, you son of a bitch! Get your ass over here! <laughs> he goes one eight, it just goes straight for him. <laughs> Damn it! Kidding me? <laughs> it was back at the store area. I mean, but you guys. Went for the first bottle that was painted that you saw that was not paintball painted. I should have looked at the details that it was painted a specific way. <laughs> I was just going by what you said. <laughs> All right, so now you're inside the store. Okay, oh, no, we got. We got what a situation. Do do? We don't want to talk about it. We got a painted bottle, but unfortunately, it looks like there this gentleman already has the painted bottle in question, and he looks pretty fucking hammered. So, if you don't mind, let's get the fuck out of here as soon as possible before we're all blown to bits. I mean, that's probably not what's about to happen. Oh, really? Yeah, the town's nice. They're understanding. <laughs> I hope to God they're guys? understanding. <laughs> Pointing point blank a gun in a child's <laughs> face for this fucking painted piece of shit that we didn't even need because this drunk bastard <laughs> apparently stole the bottle and left was like wandering in front of the shop and decided to turn it back in after the alcohol was gone. <laughs> Do you realize? How bad this looks. It's a misunderstanding. Putting it on a child. I like it. You're in. <laughs> Alright, it was a misunderstanding. And... Covers the robot's uh, mouth. Great. Glad we have the job. Shoot the kid. Uh, I'm sorry, wait, what? Shoot the kid. So you were actually killed it. You went back right, yeah, to yeah. kill the kids. Right, let's go. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm being asked to do fucking what? Just yeah. do it. So it's job insurance. Uh, 
You guys How going back to kill that kid? Shoot the kid. Alright. Ah, shoot yes. the kid. That'll, that'll escalate the situation. <laughs> I mean, I'm willing to do it, but hey. <laughs> Outside the door, you guys hear banging on the door. <clears throat> I'll handle it. Alright, uh, <clears throat> le- can we hide in the back? Yeah. Don't touch my things. <laughs> All right. The back room is a nice bedroom area, living quarters with like a kitchen and such, as like a little house. <sighs> so who's who's answering the door? I just hide hide, hide in the closet first, okay? <laughs> in case they come in there, I don't know. Is that a gay joke? Yes, <laughs> obviously. Oh, you, oh, you motherfucker! Get in the closet, <laughs> damn it! I'm not getting back in the motherfucker. I spent five years <laughs> in the fucking closet. I ain't How can I help you guys? <laughs> Alright, so what's your charisma? Closing the door? Like, uh, closing the door off that they were in and then open the door at the front. What's your so, charisma? What's your charisma? Oh, it's most charisma? Uh, this is going to be really big charisma. Uh, that was a nine. A what? Uh, charisma's a nine. Nine? Alright. Because this is nothing but charisma checks. So, uh, as they... They are knocking on the door, and you open it. Do you have you been have you seen these suspects? And they give an exact description of the three that came running in, and they explain to you that those three mm. held a gun at they held a kid at gunpoint and stole from that child, and that they are to be brought in for a reward of two hundred caps per person. And if you do have them, you do get the reward. Now, this is a charisma shot. Keep that in mind. So if you want to lie to them, you'll be rolling a 2d20. Uh, how do luck points work? Alright, luck just... points are based off of your luck, pretty much. So, if I am correct, let me double check. Um... Where's it? Core rules, combat, success, dice roll, group test. Action points. Luck. <coughs> uh, re- gaining luck. Luck of the draw. Individual stack deck. So luck points are spent. So for that, uh, your luck also provides luck points that you can spend to shift the odds in your favor in a number of different ways. When you start each quest with a number of luck points equal to your luck attribute, you can spend luck points to do one of the following options, both during freeform play or on your turn in combat. Luck of the draw. Stack deck. Lucky timing. Misfortune. And regaining luck. Oh no, not regaining luck. That's my bad. That's a different thing. You so misfortune. Luck. No. Misfortune. Stack deck. Lucky timing. And luck of the draw. Uh, for sake of time, would any of them help in this situation? Um, let's see here. Luck of the draw adds a detail to a scene, so I can add more detail to the scene. Stack deck, use your luck attribute for a skill test, so you can 
you can use it for a skill test on at pretty much you can increase your you can use your luck in your charisma check too as as well I'm gonna say that does so I, it can also improve your odds of getting it so add my luck to this charisma check then so what I would do in this situation for that is if you do at, take a luck point you would do I would say what your luck number is and what your charisma number is the total and I'm going to give you a range so what your range will be like your charisma is only 5 so if your luck's I don't know what's your luck at uh, 8 8 so 5 to uh, 14 so 5 to 14 is your 14. range that you're staying automatically because i'm giving you a range so when you roll 2d20 as long as you're within that two range you're safe so way higher odds of passing these uh can i add like points at any time or does that have to be like before i roll up to you i would need to know when you're going to do one of these luck points if you're using one and then you just i I would say this roll could i add a luck point and have it like become a higher number no, I would say you would need to use it before. Shame. Uh, I will to make it a total of seventeen. All right. So what yours is going? Well, so what what it is is we're going to take your normal numbers, so like your Christmas five, right? No, nine. No, what's your nine? So your Christmas nine. Plus eight. And so seventeen is your high. So nine to seventeen is your ratio that you need to be within. So rolling your two d twenty, that's what you gotta be within, which is better because I don't nor- know. a normal charisma luck roll set per se would be your numbers added up, and you had to be with that one number had to be within that range. I'm giving you all those numbers in between as your range. Oh, okay. Uh, that that works. I think. Let me take a look. Um, I'm in the wrong chat. Roll. Those, so, your number was a 17, right? Yeah. So yeah, that that three to 17 that passes. So what were you saying uh, to them? I think I saw someone like running over there. Yeah. I'm not so sure, you- but if I see them, I definitely will tell you. Oh, there's also a reroll. On the luck spent. So the misfortune is a reroll. Uh, or I a, will look into that more. So or a 3d6 per luck point spent. Uh, but. Yeah. So they they take on what you say. And they run off that direction. <laughs> they run off that direction. Going after the so-called people that are on the run. So now that the chaos has kind of shifted away from your store, what's everybody up to? In the back oh. room. Holy shit. Hmm. It's all of you hold a gunpoint. Nice, nice. <laughs> no, only the Merc held a kid at gunpoint. And let me make this perfectly clear. We were trying to be able to find a way to bribe him to give us the bottle. And I did bribe him with a gun. Akawa, please. 
All right, you may need to be a bit more like toned down with the gun on kids. But like, if someone's trying to kill me, I like that. I like that. Or like, for my stuff, if like if that kid was trying to steal, if that kid, that, uh, all right. Since this bottle isn't the bottle we were looking for, like not in the town, like until you don't get in trouble like that, you know. True. But to be able to sneak this out. So we don't have the evidence on us. I would suggest we leave the bottle near <coughs> somewhere in the middle of the night near the kid's doorstep. Yeah. That way we don't Sorry, have it on us. An idea. I mean we could just break it. Do we even know where do you even know where the kid lives? <laughs> no, but I'm going to just place it in a general vicinity. Since he was running around playing in the streets with it. Eventually, if he breaks it and accidentally slips and falls and cuts his throat open with it, then I mean, the Merc gets his wish and I get mine. We no longer have a suspect. We no longer have a suspect and we no longer have to worry anymore about... We no no longer have a suspect and we no longer have a victim. And we no longer have the bottle on our hands to incriminate us. So then... It's just a child's fantasy playing in his mind and decided to cry wolf. Sound like a deal? We wait till nightfall to be able to put it out near somebody's doorstep tonight before we leave town. Because we're going to have to wait a while before this cools off. Agreed. Alright, so as you guys are waiting, obviously, guards do come back eventually, because they do want to question the store owner about the gunfire from earlier. They make sure everything was okay. Oh, yeah. Because uh, they, they didn't come the by right away, they... and they do want to check to make sure some, nobody was actually killed, even though there was no reports of death, of being shot, but they did have a lot of complaints that a gunshot was shot. Gun was shot in a crowded area. Hmm. Oh, yeah. They're not suspecting you of anything because, one... Well, yeah, yeah. You you weren't involved in it, and ironically, they're they're kind of trying to figure out if it's the same group that shot the gun in your store that held a kid hostage, that held a gun at kid's head. (laughs) That's what they're trying to figure out. Oh, yeah, some guy just wanted to show his, like, skills and, like, shot, like, a kid... Like, what... Yeah, it's a can. Like, and like it was, it was impressive. Like, not gonna lie, but like, it was overblown and whatnot. It's it's fine. As the night passes <laughs> okay. and it gets later <laughs> in the night, you guys are about to head out to do what you're about to do. All right, I've got the bottle. Nearest doorstep, gentlemen. All right. Hand me the nearest. So, are you playing on the nearest doorstep, or we're gonna try and see if we can't maybe find something that maybe looks like it might have had a child at the living there, or at least there's evidence of a child that lives there, and just leave the bottle there. 
All right, so there is a total of three houses that have evidence of a child that could possibly be living there. There is obviously the orphanage. <laughs> there is the uh, the biggest house in the town, which is the mayor's house, Clear's Day. It has some kid stuff outside where you suspect it could be a child living there. And then there is a wooden shack. Alright. Um... I think best bet is the orphanage. Best bet may be the orphanage. I'm hoping to God it's not the mayor's kid. <laughs> but we're gonna just, like, place it there, I guess. So you're placing it there, middle of the night. Let's take a look and see if any of the guards are walking around. Hmm. Uh, does anybody have any sneak bonuses? Um, let me see. It'll uh, probably be under your part. It'll probably be under your um your special attributes or style. Your perks. Because uh, I think everybody was allowed to pick certain perks or whatever you felt like picking, and how uh, the perk yeah. was. Uh, there were perk points, uh, which athletics, barter, and big and achievement. And I, think I didn't get no. There's no sneak that I no. I didn't pick out. I didn't pick any sneak. Yeah, neither did I. So nobody picked out the ghost one? No. Alright. So this will be just a regular agility check then. All of us? What? Does all of us roll agility then? Everybody so, agility. so 2d20. 2D everything's 2d20 in these things. Because that's how we're tracking your checks, technically. Alright, I'll start mine, since I'm going to be the one who's going to try to place the bottle down. 2d20. And then, uh, just my agility, or can I put agility and my luck? You can put your luck in, because, I mean, this is kind of a... Alright, so I'm going to put agility and my... Uh, agility and my luck together, so I get a 9 and roll 2d20. Oh, there we go. Thank God. Let's see here. So what? So your number was a nine? Yeah. So yeah, you do pass. You get to the doorstep of the orphanage. Luckily, no guards caught you. You might have seen a couple. It might have been close calls here and there. Where you might have thought you were going to get caught, but in reality, the guard might have just yawned at the right <laughs> time when you walked past. Now, is anybody oh. else trying to do this with you, or is it just you going alone? No point going to a group, I don't think. Yeah. You've got All this! Alright, right, so you're heading there alone. As you get to the orphanage, you can hear all the kids inside. Still kind of awake for some reason, so late at night. There was a, there was a very eventful thing happening today. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, They're all awake. Kind of. 
So where are you placing this? Are you placing on the stairs going up to the orphanage? Or are you placing it outside somewhere or in like a bush? Where's it going? Uh, I'm going to put it like beside its steps or someplace where it's not going to get knocked off and broken since it is a glass bottle with paint on it. All right. So you lay down carefully next to the stair steps. I'm saying this is probably right next to where maybe the sandbox would be. Because it's right there. Now, are are you going to... So you're going to try to sneak back to the store. So you're going to need to do another sneak chance. Alright. I mean, you got to sneak. Yep. It's still, still a nine. And that's good. You make it back to the store, not getting caught once. Holy crap. It's like that Skyrim moment. Your luck, in, your sneak has increased. You now can sneak just by crouching. <laughs> so now you're in the store without any evidence. Okay. You did good kid. Unless you got caught, then you did bad. No, I didn't get caught, and I can guarantee you there's no evidence on us, so we can't be framed or pointed fingers at. I put it in front of the orphanage. I mean, who's going to believe a kid? I didn't. But I didn't. we should wisely <laughs> move out tonight. Now, how do you get rid of this entire structure and move it with you? He walks Uh, to the back room. Okay. He he walks to the back room. There is a, what looks like a box. Maybe in the closet. And he pushes the button and everything just instantly collapses down into this thing. Literally leaving you on an empty lot. All right. No, let's go. Let's go find us. It's just like a building that just deflates. Well, I I kind of kind of all just vacuumed itself in there, like a black hole just sucked everything in. I don't know. Yeah, it's just like a balloon. You just pop it. All right, let's get far enough away from this area to be able to um, reestablish camp and come up with a game plan of something we might be able to take care of in the process. And maybe even for you, find some extra caps to be able to pay us. Since our friend here decided (laughs) to aim a gun at a child, so now we have to move. (laughs) Yeah, and you're making me throw away some of these jobs. We cannot. Well, I mean, maybe in like a maybe like in a week, we can might maybe be able to come back. Depends on what happens. All right, let's get a little. Where you guys want to go? Where can we go? So Not you here. guys can actually head out of town any direction. If you want to go miles out of town and just reset up camp, just the rest for the night, you can. Right, let's move out of town and set up camp for the night to rest, and the robot can keep watch. So. 
Are you guys actually setting up a camp, or are you setting up the store? Camp. So you're setting up camp? So you're doing, like, a little campfire. You're doing your bed rolls. Maybe even set up a couple tents. And as the night draws throughout, goes throughout the night, the robot keeps watch the entire time. So as he's keeping watch, he will get to do all the encounter dice. Heck yeah. To God, we, we don't Are they even die. here? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, there. Okay. But, before we do that, let's end this episode. Come back next week for our next episode.